Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. You can do all these crazy things with your vagina to a penis. You can milk it, whip it, suck it, move it from side to side. I remember having that that strong impulse like where I was the one that instigated getting on top. I don't know why I don't instigate getting on top. Your clit sends this SOS like to your brain and you're like, right now, emergency, wah, wah, get on top of this guy and grind. But you know what was weird? Neither one of us had bad morning breath. And we just, we actually made out with our morning breath. That morning rubbing and kissing and all that led to some great morning sex. I love morning sex. Oh my gosh. There's no better way to start out your day, in my opinion. I love it just when all your man stuff, your your man juices are dripping out of me. It's super hot. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing today? Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are coming off a great weekend. Your work week is getting started and hopefully I'm going to be spicing it up today with some fun, fun stories. Well, yes, today will be fun. I want to tell you about Golden Retriever today and uh, oh my gosh, he's just so cute. Oh, I can't even stand it. Like this guy just, I just want to eat him up with a spoon. I'm pretty giddy about him because how can you not be, right? With a nickname like Golden Retriever, I mean, doesn't that kind of say it all right there? He's he's actually the one that gave himself that nickname. He says that's how people describe his personality. And I'd say, honestly, it is spot on, quite fitting, and quite frankly, quite refreshing to me. After doing this, and as long as I have, there is a definite curve. <laughs> it's a what do we call it? A bell curve? I'm not sure. It's, I mean, right in the center, you find the nice guys. And then out on the fringes, it's like they're right at the tip of the curve. (laughs) And then everybody else is just a little off douchey. How far off a douchey are you, right? You're going down the extremes here. But he's definitely just kind of what I needed, like this little ray of sunshine. (laughs) All right, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into our, like, what I consider our wholesome casual sex. (laughs) But I love it. Oh my gosh. No, seriously, I'm laughing because it's kind of funny to be referring to it like that. And what I like about him is he really just, he reminds me of dating when I was a teenager, dating when I was, it just first started dating, you know, the and actually, I would say like teens to probably mid to moving into the late twenties, just just really wholesome guys that I was <laughs> that I was seeing until I kind of got a little crazy. But this guy's fun, okay. But before I jump into that, guys, I want to make sure you listen to last Saturday's episode. That was on a little known practice called pompoir, and basically, 
Uh, that was episode 401. And that is kind of, I guess you'd best describe it as vaginal gymnastics. Jump up and down on. No, I don't know. You can do all these crazy things with your vagina to a penis. You can milk it, whip it, suck it, move it from side to side, like press it down in certain spots that feel better to you. I mean, like there's, it's amazing. Okay. So I just had Belle on last Saturday and we went through all this and I, you know, I'd heard about Pompoir before and I'd heard about it. You know, like someone will say, oh, do you know about this? Have you ever done this? Looked into that. And I never have. Right. And I, but I've always been super, super interested in it. And then when I met Julian, he actually talked about it and I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I have this gal that teaches this and I want to have her on. Well, I'm telling you, I was so impressed with Belle and her knowledge. And like, this is not just some snake oil, like, oh, you know, make your pussy into a magic pussy. No, you can legitimately do all this stuff. And I was thinking, okay, is this like Kegels? We kind of know about Kegels. It's just, it's a part of that, but it's way more in depth. Like Kegels would be like the kindergarten level for this stuff, right? So, but it's a technique that comes out of, and they're not sure if it's China or India, according to the guest I had on. But anyway, I am doing it. I'm doing this technique and I'm practicing doing my pompoir exercises because I want to learn all of this stuff. I'm super excited about it. And now all I need is like, I need a willing participant. I need someone who will let me practice my, I need a pump or penis practice partner. <laughs> There's say that like 10 times pump or penis practice partner, pump or penis practice partner. That's what I need. If you want to be my pump or penis practice partner, you need to inquire within. <laughs> all inquiries will be taken seriously. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm seriously, I really, I need to get somebody lined up and I'm not joking because, you know, everyone, our schedules vary, right? So when I can see someone and when they, you know, when, when I'm available and when they're available, sometimes it takes a little time, you know, you may be like, okay, when are we going to get together? And you're thinking like, it should be in the next few days, but everybody's got conflicts. And by the time everyone looks at their schedule, it's, you know, you're like two weeks out. Well, if you want to have sex, like, right then and there or that week or you're horny like that's sort of I don't mind scheduling stuff I'm a I love to schedule I love to know like give me advance notice especially if we're going to go somewhere go out of town stuff like that yes I don't do well on the short notice I don't do well on the hey what are you doing this afternoon I, I just happen to have some time come over and suck my dick you know it's just stupid shit like that it's like women don't like that you know I mean that's nice I'm happy that you're horny but it doesn't, you know, sometimes you get a little, you, you can ruffle your feathers about that. But what I really want you guys is I need to find somebody that's like committed to letting me practice this stuff on their penis. So basically, if you, <laughs> the participant needs to be able to have a hard dick, get it hard and keep it hard while you put it inside me while I do my exercises and practice. And this is about 20 minutes a day. Anybody, can you be committed? <laughs> I need you. <laughs> and this would be strictly for educational purposes only. So anyway, we'll see um, if I can find a suitable pompoir penis practice partner. You know, maybe I can find somebody that's like, look, I can, I got you on, you know, I got you on Mondays and Tuesdays, but the rest of the week you'll have to find somebody else, whatever. 
I'd be satisfied if I could probably practice on a live penis like maybe three days a week. I think that would be good. The rest you can just do yourself. Now, these exercises, these techniques that they're teaching aren't, you don't have to actually have a live partner. I'm just trying to make it more fun. Plus, I want the feedback. You know, I want him to be able to tell me like, okay, how much pressure are you feeling? Does that feel good? You know, I want to know. I want the feedback loop while I'm doing it and I'm feeling how good it feels because it does feel good. I started before I got on the uh, interview with Bell. I read the materials and I started to practice some of it myself just to see, okay, what's this all about? I'm not kidding. Now, I think I'm super sensitive and I feel like I already pay attention to the blood flow and what's going on down there. And you guys know, you know, I've had my O shot and I'm just, I'm all about anything that can kind of supercharge that area of my body to make me a better lover, to make things more sensitive for me. I'm just all about it. I don't mind doing crazy things, trying crazy things, you know, to within reason, right? (laughs) But just so that I can go out there and I'll use myself as the guinea pig. And then I like to report back to you guys. But I would just be so thrilled to have somebody to practice with because obviously if I'm doing this, everything I do is with the intention of being the best at it that, you know, like better than anybody on the planet. And that's just my like secret, super competitive side, which is going to come up here later on in this episode with Golden Retriever. We had a little wager going. So of course I took it totally seriously because I don't want to lose you guys. I hate losing. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I do need my pompoir penis practice partner. I feel like that will help accelerate my learning curve on this one. So you don't have to flood my inbox, but I'm sort of, I'm joking when I throw it out there, right? I'm going to, I think I'm going to talk to Golden Retriever. Maybe he wants to be my pompoir penis practice partner. I don't know if he'll take it as seriously as me. And I don't know, but I do. I need someone to take it seriously and put it on their schedule. Like we can do other things, but first and foremost, like let's practice this technique you know, help me discover how it feels to you as I'm doing it while I'm learning it. Cause that I think would be more efficient rather than, okay, I'm learning it now. Let me go take it to the streets. (laughs) So, you know, with people that I don't know as well, and then I might feel weird about asking them like, so as I'm doing this and squeezing that I want, not just the sexy feedback, like, oh, you know, how does that feel? You, You know, is that that cock feels so good. Does that feel good inside my tight pussy? You know, all that stuff, all that sexy talk. But I want the clinical talk. I want the legit like, yeah, oh wait, no, move it over there. Like we need to actually have our level heads while we're while we're going through this. If we get worked up and it leads somewhere else during our training, our technical training, that's okay. I'll, I'll be all right with that, but I'm up for that, you know, but um, it might be like a fun way that I can learn and you can guarantee you get laid like three times a week. (laughs) All right, there we go. Now let's talk about golden retriever. So I just have to just openly say right out of the gate that I have a huge crush on this guy. I had a huge crush on him the first time I saw him on the field app. And I was almost like, no, 
no way. He is too cute. Like, he's just too freaking cute. And I feel like the, you know, when you put him and I together, it's kind of like boy next door meets girl next door. Like, this cute, wholesome little looking, I won't say that I'm wholesome, <laughs> but it's like this cute, wholesome little couple <laughs> looking the way we, you know, we just look like normal people. <laughs> you wouldn't suspect the deviousness going on or what's actually, I think if you saw us out, you wouldn't be like, those two are just naughty and disgusting together behind closed doors. <laughs> but that's because it's just, it's a very fun vibe with him. Like I said, like I have a crush. I feel like I did when I was 19, you know, to mid twenties. I think I said that earlier, just where you're Everything's fun and exciting. And every day it's like a new, you know, it's just full of potential and opportunity. And back before you, you knew that sometimes people were shitheads and they'd lie to you and love can break your heart. And, you know, like you have to be, you have to have your defenses up. Like, I don't feel that way with him. I just feel like it's very natural and fun. And he's funny. And I love his sense of humor. I've said this before. Like, if you can make me laugh, that's a panty dropper. And just if you can keep up with me and we have good banter back and forth. So like, he's just this, you know, super cute. I mean, I keep using that word and I bet you guys are cringing like, ew, we don't want the cute label. No, I mean, it's a good thing. Oh my gosh. He's very, first of all, very attractive. When I say cute, it's more so his personality because he's just kind of I mean, a golden retriever got this huge heart. I think you can tell he just, he's the kind of person that likes to make people happy and doesn't want to, you know, rock the boat and be mean to people like genuine, a genuine good citizen of the planet. And now I don't take him as a, he's not perfect. You know, he's not like, like, I'm not trying to put him on a pedestal and say he's got no flaws. We all have flaws. I mean, I've got a laundry list of them, but he just... I believe in my heart, like just a good guy all around. Like he doesn't put his feet on the ground in the morning trying to be a dirtbag or like how many people can I con today? You know, <laughs> it's just not on his radar. So um, anyway, and he's got these cute little freckles and oh, yeah, just a doll baby. I'm like, <laughs> I still like him. You know, he's just, he's just fun. He made, you know what? He made me feel really good. He made me feel really like I said, like I had someone's, you know, full attention and that he was just having a great time and being in the moment. And I was just having a great time and being in the moment. And I like that. And I, it's just, I needed that. The timing of that was, was really good for me since I've just been getting burnout guys. I've been honestly getting burnout from all of this dating and it's my fault. I've been pushing, 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 cranking up the machine. And I've never been about, I'm not about the quantity, although it can seem like that if I'm moving at the pace that I move at, but it's really more like it's that you got to kiss a few frogs. It's kind of more my business mentality. Like, okay, you're throwing all this stuff in the funnel, you know, it's a sales funnel and who drops out, you know, like you have to talk to a lot of ding dongs and you have to prospect. And in some sense to qualify everybody, you know, have a lot of meaningless conversations with people that where you're still trying to understand or ascertain, is there a connection there? Can do, is there something redeeming? Could I be naked with this person? Am I sexually turned on by them? And it takes a lot of energy and the meet and greets and talking to people on video chat. And it's like a full-time job in some respects. It can feel that way. So 
you know, when you come across someone like Golden Retriever, it's like, oh, wow, what a breath of fresh air. Thank you. So we had two like fun meet and greets. And I could just tell from the beginning, like this was different. It was different with him because we're we're actually going on dates, which I like. And so my encounters with him are kind of making me reevaluate some things, which is good. I think I'm going to be sort of making some adjustments to my dating criteria and about kind of how I'm steering the ship. I think I'd let things get a little loosey-goosey in the sense that if I was just being a little more, you know, throwing caution to the wind, kind of like, okay, he's cute. He's hitting the basics. Let's go meet with him. And sometimes I get a little more lax about it, like where I'm like, well, I, I might see some red flies, but I'm like, well, let's just go investigate further. But now I'm more in that mode where if I see something right away, I'm just like, nope, pass. Just don't even bother. And I think because I need a break and just because, you know, the quality that you get by being more picky is obviously better. And I would really, really rather have some golden retriever type relationships, even, you know, and again, these are not, they don't have to be monogamous, obviously. I just appreciate hanging out with someone and having a good time. He kind of reminds me a lot of Goldie <laughs> in the sense that just a good all around nice guy that I get along with, that is fun to hang out with, and that I'm also have the little like tinglies. I get the tingles for, you know, that little, that fun little feeling you get in your stomach where you're like, oh my gosh, I like him. So, Okay. Well, we had two meet and greets, which were very fun. And they were just casual, you know, where we met the first time face to face. And then we had lunch another time. And then we, this was our first date. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I'm just very competitive and I like, <laughs> it's awful. It's the one thing I need to work on. I don't even know where it comes from. I just don't like to lose. I mean, as a general rule, like, you can hit me with an obstacle, something I need to overcome. And I mean, I dig in, like, I just, I'm like, I'm a bull in a China shop. I don't care what it takes. I'll make it happen. I will force a square peg in a round hole if I have to. Like that's, I just get so determined. And so I think that that sort of comes into play when you, when we start talking about competitive stuff. But anyway, this was just a fun wager because there was really going to not be a loser, right? I mean, if I lost and I lost to him, then that's all right. And if he lost and he lost to me, then that's all right. So we did three events. It was pool, which he told me he's a pool shark. So I'm like, okay, well, that's, you're going to crush my world. But I thought, okay, axe throwing. He's never axe, gone axe throwing. So I think that, but, you know, I'm not super duper at it, but I, I'm decent. So I figured, okay, maybe I can take him on that one. And then the darts, we kind of figured that we would be equal on the darts. Well, we were about equal on the darts. He had an off day at pool, but he had a good day at axe throwing. So he beat me at axe throwing. I don't remember what the pool score was. And then the darts, we were kind of neck and neck. But it all, and all said and done, he beat me by one point. And for the win, you know? And I was just like, ah, I want a rematch. <laughs> so it was, it's kind of fun when you get a rematch, if you can say, I'm not happy with that, even though being the loser, had definitely had its benefits. And I will not complain about that. We 
went back to my house. And first of all, just this whole date, you know, as like we're out together. I mean, it's like being on a date, you know, he's like, he'll lean in and kiss me. We're joking, you know, like we're at a stop sign. And he just like leans over and gives me a nice kiss and gives me a compliment. And I'm like, thank you so much. I feel like I'm on a normal date, which I haven't really felt like I've been on a normal people dates in a long time. And it felt really good, I have to say. So that's given me, like I said, stuff to think about. And he's sexy and good in bed. And so, you know, we go back to my place and we're just, oh my God. Mm, mm, mm. The oral sex was great. Absolutely great. And he's good at it, loves to do it. I'm good at it, love to do it. And then we're, you know, we were just like kind of going at it. And I haven't gotten on top of a guy like where I felt like I need to get on top of you, ride the shit out of you until I come right this second. I think the last time I remember having that, that strong impulse, like where I was the one that instigated getting on top. I don't know why I don't instigate getting on top now, unless I'm writing your face. Okay. I'm talking about, I'm talking about writing your dick. If I'm writing your face, like when I write Nico's face, yeah, of course I'm on top. But just the actual fucking on top and being aggressive about it and being like, oh my God, lay back. I need to get on top of you and screw your brains out so that I come really hard on your dick. I mean, I haven't done that in so long. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm thinking back and I think that the last person I remember that strong impulse was Adrian. And mm, yeah, just so I had that moment where women know this, there's that moment and we all have that moment in our lives where we're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what it's, your clit sends this SOS like to your brain and you're like, right now, emergency, wah, wah, get on top of this guy and grind. There's something about, okay, there's when you get on top and you're in the right mood, I don't know. It's almost, it almost feels like you get this extra pressure kind of in your hips and the pleasure is emanating from just not just inside your pussy, but outside and around. And I don't mean up by the clit. I mean, I mean like from left leg, right leg area. So right around the entrance there in your pelvis, it just kind of, there's some pleasure you can get from just the pressure of that. And then the going back and forth and like grinding on him with your body weight like that, if you can get it. And the goal is like, you want to get his dick as deep inside of you as possible. And then just it's hitting your A spot and all that pressure and you can control it. That's the beauty of it is that you're the one that's controlling it instead of, you know, the pound, 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 pound when someone else is just fucking you hitting your A spot. That's one thing. It's very, ple- that's very pleasurable too. But this is just different because like, and usually like when I'm at that point, like it does not take me but three seconds or so. Like I wish I could last up there longer, but it's more like when I get up there, it's this burning need, this this thirst for it, this desire that I've got to come right now. And this is how I'm going to do it. And oh my God, like, yes, just, just get me up there. And the second you're like upright on him grinding, you know, like here, it's a wave. You're just 
jumping on that wave and riding it in and, and it it's instant almost and i and it feels so good it feels so good i don't know why i don't do that more often i think because as a general rule, I'm kind of a lazy fucker where <laughs> I say that lovingly, just like, I like the man to fuck me. <laughs> I really do. I love to get fucked. I love him in control. And, and it's just that more submissive, you know, it's that submissive part, right? I, I just love that. But, you know, every once in a while, I mean, obviously I'm in the mood for that position. Everything just feels right. It comes together and whammo. So I think I came uh, probably like three times that night and then he just like didn't get up to, to leave, which I was fine with. I mean, it was the weirdest thing. Like normally I don't want someone to stay the night with me. You guys, if you've listened to me long enough, you know, I get really uncomfortable and that's usually why I like to go to someone else's house. But apparently his roommate is moving out right now. And he says, there's boxes everywhere and he don't want want me to see it. Now, okay. (laughs) I'm like, all right. But (laughs) next time, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, I like the, when I don't know someone that well, I like the ability, I like to go to their house, their place so that I have the option to leave so that you're never in a position as a woman wanting someone to leave and it being awkward, right? Getting someone out of your house. And for the most part, This does not happen, but it has happened from time to time. It does. Now, I'm not worried. Obviously, I don't believe when, if I'm going to let you come over, it's because I believe we're not going to have this issue. But still, again, you're putting yourself, you know, it's an extra little risk as a female. So I'm always kind of mindful of this stuff. But anyway, I had zero. I mean, this wasn't even on the radar with him. I feel super comfortable with him. I have from the get go. Even when we started, when we start, when I first met him on field, we were chatting for a minute and then he just like, I didn't hear from him for like three weeks. And I was like, fuck, because I, I really did like him just from go. Like I saw his pictures and everything. I was like, oh yes, I, I'm i all about this guy. Like I'm super attracted. He's hot. He's funny. I want to meet, I can tell he's got his shit together. He's not a dangling. I want to meet him, you know? And then he went kind of radio silent for about three weeks or so. And we hadn't moved. We hadn't even gotten to moving off the app. And I was like, damn it. Okay. And you know, he just, I I think he was burnt out with the app at the time. Quite frankly, that was the the vibe I was getting. Cause I know that feeling. I can tell by the way people text when they're burnt out, when they're like, okay, you're just going to be the last fucking one I'm going to talk to, but I'm really not into this right now. And that was the vibe I was getting in the beginning. That's my vibe right now, by the way. I'm forcing myself to talk to people new, you know, that are new where I haven't met you. And I'm just like, Oh, so much work right now. I'm feeling like it's a, I'm feeling the workload and it's not always fun. It's not all, you know, it takes a lot of talking to a lot of dinglings to meet somebody nice that you, you know, want to have a, you know, to meet a golden retriever, like they're few and far between. So anyway, he ends up staying the night and I had zero qualms about it. Just, it actually just felt very natural. I didn't, I wasn't weird. I wasn't like, I got to sleep with one eye open. This guy could strangle me or stab me in the middle of the night. All these weird things that run through your head as a female. I mean, I don't know if guys think like this. I doubt it, but you know, there's just a lot of weirdos out there. So you always have to be 
You can't be foolish. You have to have this stuff running in your mind. But anyway, he stayed the night. I did not wake up one time. Like normally there's a stranger in my bed. I can't sleep. I toss and turn. It's just a weird feeling until I get comfortable with you. Usually I won't do sleepovers. I don't do sleepovers usually in the very beginning. So I'm just like, no, I just avoid it. But absolutely, he can sleep over anytime. <laughs> He's so fun. I just really, really like him a lot. So we, you know, he slept over and we got up the next morning and it, it was so funny because I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, morning breath. And he had morning breath and I had morning breath. But you know what was weird? Neither one of us had bad morning breath. And we just, we actually made out with our morning breath. And I go, isn't that weird? Like, I don't taste your morning breath. I don't smell my breath. I don't know. Maybe we were canceling each other out. But that cute little, like, uh, you know, that morning rubbing and kissing and all that led to some great morning sex. I love morning sex. Oh, my gosh. There's no better way to start out your day, in my opinion. Like, if I had someone in my bed, I'd probably want to fuck them every morning. I mean, it really, I am a fan of it. And honestly, I haven't had someone stay the night and sleep over with me in such a long time. I mean, I'm setting aside HK, obviously, but because we're not sleeping together. We sleep in the, <laughs> I know, I've got all these crazy scenarios, right? If you guys haven't been listening to the HK stuff, if you don't listen to the private podcast, holy shit, there is some major, major stuff going on with HK and I right now. I mean, get over there and listen to it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Unbelievable. So anyhow, I had some great morning sex with Golden Retriever and it's just like, oh my God, I don't have any problems orgasming with him at all. You know, I mean, it just feel, it just feels really good. It really, really does, and it's kind of and, and normal. And I'm like, oh, I for, kind of forgot about this normal dates and stuff, and I miss it. And I, I've gotten, I think I've just stepped over the line of it's gone a little too casual for me, and I've been feeling that for a while, and so I have to sort of reevaluate some things and just reel myself back in and. Just be more clear, I think. Again, reiterating what I'm looking for and more importantly, what I'm not looking for. I've been having a lot of near misses, I get. Not near misses, but things that are turning into one-offs. There's too many. I'm stringing together too many one-offs. And I just don't, I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. So, plus I need my pump or penis practice partner. So, that means we got to do something ongoing regularly. <laughs> <laughs> but so we had some, we had the morning sex and that was oh, just fun. And then, you know, the fun part of course is like, I love coming my pussy. So then you've got this nice, just sloppy, cummy pussy that you get to have with you all day and you get to think about them and you're reminded. And I think that's just super hot. Like I love I love it just when all your man stuff, your your man juices are dripping out of me. It's super hot. I do like cum. I I love it. It's just, it's, I don't know, super erotic. And maybe it's the, I don't know. I often think about it. Like, what is it that I love so much about it? It's like an aphrodisiac. It just turns me on. It Mm, feels good in there. And the second usually that a guy comes in me, I'm ready 
it can, that can spark another orgasm in me like right away. And usually I do have another one, like right after he comes, it's just too good. It's too stimulating. It's too exciting mentally, sensation wise. It's super hot. So I definitely had a lot of fun with him and we're supposed to have a rematch coming up here and in the future. <laughs> Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm probably just going to go from, I'm probably really just going to be piling it on, piling on the losses, but you know what? I'm still winning, winning. It's not, it's like you, there's no loser here. Like really? <laughs> okay. I win. I kind of get to say what I want in the bedroom. You win. You get to say what you want in the bedroom. Either way, just can't. I mean, if you're going to take a loss, I'll take it. Like that to me is good stuff. So there we go, guys. Well, there's my fun new guy. And I do hope, I'm honestly just crossing my fingers on this one. I'm like, I hope we continue to have fun together. I really do because I like him and he's just, he's, I know I can have a lot of ongoing fun with him and that it would just be easy and not a lot of um, personality conflicts. He's good on his word. You know, he's not a flaky guy. And he's a good guy. And he's just like, I'm super attracted to him. And I feel good when I'm with him. And good in a, in ways that I sort of kind of forgot about a little bit. Like, you know, just the normal dating stuff. You know, where you're sitting there, you go, you know, we went, like, when we were on our date, you know, we went to the axe throwing place. We're talking, we're flirting, we're doing all that stuff there. You know, he's telling me how cute I look while I'm throwing axes. And I'm like, that is so sweet. Oh. Thank you, you know, and kissing me in the car and just then going and playing pool and it was and darts and all that. It was just a good time. And then we went, oh yeah, then we went out to dinner. We just kept it going. Like we just kept we knew we were gonna get to the sex and he wasn't like, oh, let's just hurry up and get to your house so we can screw. I mean, he was actually having a good time too. And I appreciated that. I mean, I look, I know we're all horny and I know what we all ultimately are hoping will happen, that we have great sex. But if we have great sex, let's keep doing it. And there you go. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a great week. I've got some more uh, great interviews coming up. I hope you guys have subscribed to the show. You never want to miss an episode because you never know what's coming. And I know what's coming. It's good stuff. So you don't want to miss an episode because you never know what I say. You never know what's going on. There's always a lot of stuff going on. But wherever you listen to this, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to the show? By the way, finally back on Spotify. Yay. That was a long hiatus there. Long story. I'll talk about it maybe on another episode. <laughs> Spotify blight. Oh, it's a never-ending challenge, guys, to be able to bring you this podcast and not be constantly dealing with censorship on some level. It's just crazy. I mean, you know, there's, it's censorship all around me. You know, I'm hearing about other podcasters, Y.O. Lee, who's been on this show, who does sex stories. She got taken down off Instagram. It's really, really crazy. Uh, Sluttrepreneur, even I've, I've been hearing rumblings of people that, that are getting stuff that their OnlyFans accounts are being taken down. It's like, what? Isn't that what OnlyFans is about? How can you actually violate their terms? They don't really, it's about sex. (laughs) 
Anyhow, all right, guys, I'll get off my soapbox. Love you guys so, so much. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget to leave me voicemails. Super easy to do. Go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You got five minutes. Let it rip. I love hearing from you. It is makes my day. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.